0: apparently my mind is playing tricks on me I can't see when the time is switched on me what's up y'all Uh <laughs> oh, man let me let me stop I was just freestyling for a bit about the time and shit but what up y'all it's a man I'm back I ain't going nowhere but I'm back it's a man Ernest you love Ernest same guy different name back again with another episode of the let's talk about it podcast so no disclaimers here uh I'm glad that thunderstorm is over not because I'm afraid of thunderstorms. I actually like that loud sound. It's just, it was going to fuck up production. So now that it is over, at least for now, I can continue doing this episode. So first topic, we're going to talk about black people and reparations. This is a topic that I could have talked about last week and I believe the week before. only reason why I didn't discuss it either week's was because one I wanted to gather my full thoughts on it I wanted to have more in-depth things to say about other than yes we should get our reparations but I don't think we're going to get it this week or this episode uh which will be this week basically um yeah I, I you're probably gonna hear a little more added thoughts to those two points, or just a little more added thoughts in general. But as far as me uh, coming up with a grandmaster flash plan about you know what, what what what's the what's the hubbub about the reparations or what we're gonna do to acquire it, I don't know. And I don't even think it's up to me. I don't think it's up to you. I don't think it's up to anybody who is not a politician, really. Who is not of the, who is not responsible for handling these types of situations to come up with ideas. Now just because I don't think it is our responsibility doesn't mean that a regular Joe Schmo a regular Joanne like yourself um, can't come up with ideas and pitch it to these politicians. And do a better job at carrying it out because these motherfuckers not doing a goddamn thing about it. Um, but I'm just saying that with me, I have a lot of other shit to worry about. Now, granted, yes, I would love, love, love for my black ass and for all of our black asses to get the reparations that we deserve. Um, and this isn't on some materialism shit like, oh, we're going to get all this money and I could buy all this shit and all this other stuff. No, it's solely based off of the fact that other groups have gotten reparations from the United States. Other groups in general. Have gotten reparations. Other groups that were. Uh, you know. The, the, the Jewish people in Germany. Got, got reparations. Heck. I even heard America. Even chipped in some reparations. For those in Jew, uh, in Germany. Uh, for that reparations. You might have to fact check me on that. But I believe that was the case. I know for a fact that. Uh. Indians, And I'm not going to call them Native Americans because they're Indians. People, white people said, don't call them Indians. Indians didn't say don't call us Indians. So they're called Indians. And the Indians I know say that they're Indian. So Indians got reparations. Uh... Japanese people, uh, not, I don't think it was Japanese Americans, but I believe it was, uh, people, uh, obviously people in Japan are Japanese, right? Or descendants of people who are, uh, you know, descendants of Japan. So, uh, they got reparations from America. You know, the only group that America fucked with and still has yet to pay reparations to other than these middle Eastern countries out there, but It's black people. Black people have yet to get reparations. Now we can go on and on about why that is the case, why that isn't the case. You can get your boy CJ Pearson to argue why we should not receive reparations. But let me tell you something. CJ Pearson gets his reparation money. He's gonna start a black church to take black money. That's as simple as that. All these other pundits that are black pundits, especially, who are claiming that we don't need reparations, they don't want it, Candace Owens. Candace Owens will get that reparation money. Front like she don't need the money, front like she don't want the money, but then you're going to see her decked out in some latest Yeezys or decked out in some shit like that, and then she's going to claim that's the money she's been getting on her own. Nah, baby girl, that's your reparations money, but keep looking fly, mama. Anyways... Um, as far as my thoughts on why I believe we deserve it um, other than the fact that other groups that got fucked with by white folks or just America in general got reparations um, I believe that we deserve it because look at the generational wealth and that's the big reason to me as to why black folks aren't getting reparations They don't want us to to succeed. Imagine the possibilities, the opportunities that we could create, not only for ourselves, uh, ourselves meaning our individual individual selves, uh, but for black folks in general. Imagine all of that happening. The possibilities and everything happening. Because of the reparation money that we got, right? It, it's it's part of the system, people. The system that wants us to fail. The system that doesn't want us to succeed. So if they give us it's kinda like you give somebody if you if you're if you plan this test out right and you rig this test for somebody to To fail this test, right? To not do so well on a test, but then you give them the answers, the the correct answers, I should say, to said test, or at least give them a study guide to each problem on a test, and then you say, use this study guide or here. Here's the correct answers for this test. Good fucking luck. (laughs) I mean, you would have to be a pretty shitty test taker or shitty cheater if you had the correct answers. Uh, to a test at your disposal and you still got all the wrong answers or you still failed the test at least. And if you had a a study guide next to you and you still did not do so well on a test even though you had a study guide that was kind of in the way aiding you, that is still also your fault as well. Uh, now, I'm not saying that, you know, when situations like that happen or whatever, the person who fails the test should, I keep yawning because I just woke up. But I'm just saying, um, the person should feel bad or should be ridiculed and all that other stuff. No, there should be ways to make sure that this person um, passes said tests and they're able to uh, succeed. Uh, but, it's all in the system man and, and this is why I didn't really wanna talk much about it last week or the week before. It's because I don't have much else to say to bring to the conversation. The other point I wanna make is the point that I hear a lot of, a lot of people say, Well black folks are just gonna spit it on spend it spend it all on these white companies who don't give a fuck about us anyways and so why would they uh, you know, give us reparations that would be the reason why they'd give us reparations if they know there's a bunch of lost niggas who are stupid out here who will just give it all back to the white man anyways um, that would be the perfect reason for them to give us reparations I think the reason why they're not doing that is because I, I, I honestly don't know Again, it all goes back to the whole system. I guess... In their mind, they don't want to take the risk of... This reparations waking us the fuck up. These reparations. And plus, if you give us the reparations and you have still a bunch of lost niggas out here... Buying Gucci, buying this, that, and the third. The fact of the matter is you will have less or very or little or no, really, uh, no poor black folks. Now, granted, they're going to make themselves poor eventually spending it on crap that they don't need. But, um, <clears throat> you know, you won't have any poor black folks. You're likely going to have black folks that are going to better their neighborhoods. They don't want to take that risk. Now this is all conspiracy theory shit. I guess I think, and but you all you you should know by now. I I mix in my thoughts. Some of my thoughts come from conspiracies. Some, not all, but some. So it should come to no surprise if you're hearing things and you're like, that's not and that's a conspiracy. Some conspiracies are proven, and at that point, they're not even conspiracies at, at, anymore. They're just the truth. Whether you want to admit to it or not, has nothing to do with you know it being a, a lie or a truth. I say this all the time, people. And for those who listen to me, y'all notice: simply denying the truth doesn't make the truth any less true. So and that, I'm gonna leave that quote off with the black folks who are going to say things like, well, that's not true about all black folks. You can't generalize. Number one, I'm not generalizing all black folks because I know a bunch of black folks who would do very well with the, the reparation money or the reparation opportunities that we have, right? The least they can give the black folks is free college for assassins, right? But, um, <sighs> Sorry, I keep yawning. Listen, listen, I'm trying to wake myself up. I and when I get to this next break. Uh, hopefully I will be, you know, all the way up. But, um, yeah, I, I know a bunch of people who is going to uh, black folks who's going to do well with it. The thing is, you're going to have Rachel Dolezal's out there claiming they want a piece of that pie. You're going to have the pundits who said that, that black folks don't need it, claiming they want a piece of that pie. It's a very hard discussion and it's a very hard, uh, you know, solution to have this whole reparations thing. But that does not mean that we should give up on it. That does not mean that I am personally going to stop paying attention to it and talking about it. If in the future there is more information presented to me, and I feel as though I I have something to say or sub- something of substance to say about uh, the information that was presented, then I am going to speak on it, but as far as, um, as far as just, just right now and my thoughts on it, like I said, hell yeah, I'm for it, hell no, I don't think we're going to get it. Uh, it's all uh, the system was made for black folks to be under to be fucked with reparations is going to break the system so unless we have people running the system who want to break the system unless that happens we're not going to get reparations call me a Debbie Downer uh, saying I'm, uh, I'm being pessimistic, I don't think I'm being, if, I don't think I'm being pessimistic or a Debbie Downer, because if I was this, I believe me being a Debbie Downer pessimistic means, uh, is, would be me saying, we're not gonna get reparations, and we're always gonna be poor and black forever, and yet, that's, that's not what I'm saying at all, all I'm saying is, I'm trying to be, I'm being realistic about it, I'm trying to think, put my mind in and put my mind my brain in the mindset of the the ops you know what i'm saying the opposition <laughs> and if i was the opposition if i was to think like a racist white man right in power why would i want these niggas in power why would i want to make niggas lives easier why wouldn't i want niggas living in why would I not want niggas living in poverty that's all I'm saying I'm gonna hit y'all with an ad and then we're gonna switch gears all right so we back um I said I didn't have any disclaimers I, I just remembered this one so last week when i was doing the reading of an article i noticed after the uploading of course (laughs) there was a big awkward pause and then of course the music played but it was a big awkward pause because the sound for some reason still did did not record me reading uh that article i want to apologize for that um and with that being said i'm never ever reading the article ever again fuck that shit Anyways, um, if you didn't hear about it, you didn't hear it. If you didn't catch it, you didn't catch it. But I caught it, so I'm just letting people know. Anyways, I'm not doing no article reading in this segment or this episode. But I am going to talk about LeVar Ball getting banned from ESPN for his supposed or uh, somewhat sexual comments to Jalen... Jalen Rose... uh, Yeah, Jalen Rose's wife. Now, the reason why I'm calling... Addressing her as Jalen Rose's wife... Is because I don't remember her name. That is not to say that Jalen Rose owns this woman. I know a lot of people... uh, A lot of you... uh, Anti-heterosexual male... And just anti-men in general... uh, Love to put words in people's mouths that's number one and love to act like uh titles can only apply to y'all right so it'd be no problem if i was to say that's ellen's wife right but y'all not gonna say well you're saying that ellen owns her and that 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 but if i said Jalen rose's wife then you you're making it a big ass deal you're making it a situation to where it's not Anyways, that's probably for a future episode. Uh, what we're going to talk about here is... LeVar Ball's comments. Now, I'm not going to play audio for y'all... Because I don't have no audio ready for y'all... Um, but... He went on... Well, his last appearance ever... On uh, ESPN... Where he talked to... Steven Day Smith, Bats Kellerman... And uh, Rose's wife... Okay um, sorry, I'm forgetting her name, if you're, if that bothers you, just imagine me saying her name, if you know her name, if you don't know her name, yet you still offended, shut the fuck up, anyways, um, yeah, so, they're having their conversations as usual, and, she uses the term that she's always been using whenever Lavar comes on the show. Because this isn't his first, second, or third time on the damn show. Uh... <clears throat> she, she'll say, LeVar, let's switch... Lavar, let's... Sh- Why am I stumbling this morning, man? LeVar, <laughs> let's switch gears. I ain't cutting that out. Alright? Lavar, let's switch gears. For a minute. Okay? Um... And, but this time, he responds back. Him being the the white lady lover that he is. And I'm not dissing anybody who likes white women. Shut the fuck up. Alright? I'm just saying, him being the white lady lover that he is. <laughs> decided he wanted to flirt with this woman. And then he says a corny ass lines like, You can switch gears with me any day. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to front when I first got word of the situation I said ESPN overreacted and I still kind of in a way believe that they overreacted but heck remember last week if you did listen last week when I talked about Harvard banning uh, or just re uh, their their uh, acceptance of Kyle Kashuv because of his racist past that was exposed right and I said uh, I'm not going to give away too much of my thoughts, but I said these entities uh, that are not publicly owned, they're private owned, um, have the right to basically make and break their own rules and have a precedent and ha- and say this is what we will accept, this is what we will not accept, and it and as long as the punishment isn't law breaking, enact your own punishments. <coughs> I'm saying the same thing... Or am I having the same sentiment for ESPN? I may not fuck with ESPN... I may not agree... I may not think that the banning... At least was... Um, worthy... But I'm not going to argue against it... I'm not going to say... Well I am going to say... They was kind of tripping... But if this white lady said... This comment made me feel uncomfortable. I don't want to speak to this man ever again. Uh, Or I don't want him on the show ever again. Um, Or if you're going to have him on the show, I'm out. I can understand that. I can understand ESPN being proactive and saying, right, fine. He'll never be on ESPN ever again. Let me take a sip real quick. Because think about it, people how does that look and that was the whole thing with the harvard situation too how how do they look now granted do i think cal could if he would have stayed accepted to harvard if harvard never rescinded their acceptance do i think cal would have been the first racist motherfucker to be in harvard absolutely not um just like I don't think LeVar Ball would have been the first creep to pin on ESPN. Um, but look how... Think about how it looks. If... You know... Because as soon as I saw that comment, I knew that it was going to be a backlash. I can all instantaneously tell when backlash is about to happen in whatever situations. I call it before the backlash even happens. Right? Now... People gonna say, well, you just put that type of karma in the air. No, I just know fucking people. I know crazy motherfuckers, right? The whole world is so crazy to the point where it's kind of like I feel as though I created this craziness. And I'ma sound crazy saying this. But I feel like I feel like the all the outrage and the craziness that's going on are is things that I've created in my mind as crazy characters within the book. That it's just coming to life. Again, I, I, if I sound crazy, I can understand why <laughs> someone's going to be like this nigga crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, so I called that outrage before it was a big thing. And then when it became a big thing, I was like, haha, I knew it. Um, but yeah, uh, listen, I don't want to seem insensitive to the woman as well. Uh, Because I don't want to make it seem as though if she does feel uncomfortable, if that comment did make her feel, I cannot tell people how to feel, you know, Um, I can say how I would have reacted in certain situations. And granted, yeah, if a dude were to say that to me, because I don't think LeVar would have said that to a dude, not even a white dude, as much as he loves white women, he's not going to say that to a white dude as many interactions he's had with white dudes, and he, the fact that he's not gay or bisexual, um, he he's not going to make sexual, inu- sexual innuendo wish I guess, uh, comments like that to a white guy, right? Um. So, yeah, granted, if someone were to make a comment like that to me, and I'm not attracted to that somebody, I'm going to feel the way as well. I'm going to probably react worse than michelle i mean is that michelle beetle i don't know uh then she did uh because i think she handled it well i'd probably be like what the fuck did you just say to me right and then it'd be a whole scene i'm not saying my way is the right way by the way i know it's not the right way um uh, but i get it so i don't want to make it I don't want to seem insensitive and in, in saying... Well, this little white woman just cried... And they did kowtow to this white woman... And all I'm saying is... We can't act like... You know... Shit like that doesn't happen... Number one... Where a white woman can easily just say... I'm scared... And then the whole fucking... Everything shifts... The whole world stops... Because this woman is scared... Of the smallest of shit... And I'm not comparing... white woman crying wolf to uh, this situation but if I was to if I had a say in handling this situation granted I would I'd probably still make end up making the same decision ESPN made um, because I'm trying to protect the brand I'm trying to protect my employees as well especially if I value what this woman does and she can possibly quit or just say or have some negative things to say about the business if we kept allowing Lavar to come on the show, right? And especially if we kept av- allowing Lavar to come on the show and we were still in her, she could not skip those days, right? That if she were to skip those days, she, would, she, she wouldn't even be paid. Because I'm assuming as a woman, she's still not even going, she's still not getting paid as much as Stephen A. and Matt Keller. Now people are going to say, well, Stephen A. have been doing this for years and God got got, uh-huh, uh-huh, I hear you. Anyways, um, yeah, all I'm saying is people, let's not be super sensitive to outcries, but I get it. I understand it. Um, I know a lot of people are gonna be like just choose a side you're either for the decision or not I've made it clear all throughout the 11 minutes I've been recording this segment so far I've made it clear that uh, I agree with ESPN's decision right if you don't, don't seem to understand that even though I believe I made it clear yeah maybe I can make it more clear maybe you just fucking stupid I made it clear, and I've said. It, I'm saying it one more time. I do. Uh, I do agree with their decision. I think it's a bit dream, but I do agree with it. I think earlier I probably said I disagreed with it. I agree with it. I just think it's a bit extreme. But who gives a shit? I don't. Lavar going on espn doesn't affect me it doesn't affect my fucking podcast in fact since y'all ain't got no one to listen to on espn listen to me i ain't on espn but guess what stop watching espn listen to the let's talk about it podcast we're gonna get into the next and final segment now Alright last segment we're going to talk about The Dalai Lama Last but certainly not least So uh the Dami The Dami The Dalai Lama Is this peaceful figure Right I believe he's a Buddhist But he probably doesn't Uh or they Or just the Dalai Lama in general The ones that are I guess elected or so Or chosen Uh they don't really subscribe to any religion But uh it, I'm assuming it's Buddhism. Um, I could be wrong. If you want to fact check me, do it respectfully, of course. Uh, But he's made comments, made a number of comments. One about Trump, one about if there would be, if there were to be a woman Dalai Lama and a female Dalai Lama. Uh, And a a comment about Europe should (laughs) remain Europe to the Europeans, right? Uh, So these three comments i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna tell you what he said about them um and um then share my thoughts as usual wow. so what he said about trump was basically trump has no moral values right now I, a lot of these quotes i'm saying uh, i i did read articles but i also am quoting certain headlines we all know how that gets So I still suggest that if you guys want more in-depth comments, you don't want these basic comments that I'm about to share, do some research on your, uh, just go search up whatever, um, in relation to this topic or just any topic I talk about. And then you can, um, get a full breakdown of the comments or as long as you want it to be me. I'm doing shit based off time, based off energy, based off thoughts. So, you know, if I got the time to talk about something in the more longer aspect, then I will do so. If I have the energy to do so, I will do so. If I have the thought process, if my thought is traveling that long, then I will do so. But if not, you're not going to get it. alright? So anyways, so he talks about Trump being immoral. Listen. I didn't need to listen to the Dalai Lama. I respect the Dalai Lama. Let me not get that shit out of the way. I respect the Dalai Lama. Uh, I actually really like a lot of these religious figures who are all about love and peace and their wisdom and shit like that from any religion, really. I like to see people, whatever their title is, if they're making sense, I like, I, I like that shit, basically. I'm just uh, weird like that to where I I like watching religious speakers speak. Even those who probably don't want to call themselves religious speakers or whatever. I like watching them speak. So, of course, when I saw the Dalai Lama trending and I saw that he was speaking, I was like, let me listen to my mans. All right. So with that being said, though, I didn't really need the Dalai Lama to tell me Trump is immoral. I been knew that. Uh, I've been saying that before he became president and while he's still president. um, It's nothing new to me. Um, I am just saying this whole Dalai Lama shit and why I brought this out was, okay, you can see you can see Trump's immorality. But then he makes comments about Europe uh, Europe, uh, remaining to the Europeans and that the Muslim refugees should get the fuck out of there. Uh, number one that comment seems immoral number one it seems immoral but most importantly which is not the number one point that I'm making but most importantly it seems Islamophobic as fuck so hell yeah I was taken aback when I heard that comment uh, being said by the Dalai Lama now I get it He what he's trying to basically say is that in a nice way i guess he's trying to say segregation <laughs> was a good thing <laughs> dalai lava you might be honest not, but he, he's trying to say that these nations or these places where uh they've had a certain religion right uh be that one religion i guess or you know the culture of these places should not shift because of uh, newcomers and that these, I guess, newcomers should stay where they are at. I guess, in a way. Now, people are probably gonna be like, How does any of this sound good? Listen, listen. Uh, I've, I've stated this before in this podcast segregation was not a bad idea, it was just brought out poorly. I think it was done unfairly. But when you think about it, I talked about it with this Candace Owens situation. Was that last week? I believe that was last week uh, or the week before. Uh, but when black folks had our own shit, we were well equipped. Not going to say it better off and shit like what she said, but we definitely had our own businesses. A lot more of our own businesses, I should say. Our own neighborhoods. Uh, our own shit, basically. A lot more than... Uh, well, I won't say a lot more. But it definitely wasn't as uh, rare as it is today, I should say. Uh, i trying to use my words carefully because, you know, I always preach words matter. Um, so... You know, when you hear me, I'm a lot, pause a lot, or switch up a lot. It's because, one, I don't have a script, so I'm not reading from the script. That's number one. Number two, I'm trying to choose words carefully. So if I'm rambling out loud, if I'm thinking out loud, I'm not rambling out loud, I'm thinking out loud, basically. Uh, so that's what it is. But to get back on track to the Dalai Lama, um... If you're going to say things like Trump, you're so immoral, man. Like you're so fucked up to everybody. Muslim refugees, get the fuck out of Europe. That is not your land. You're going to turn it into a Muslim state. Ah, that's scary. That's kind of some Islamophobic type shit. Or I read into it as Islamophobic type shit. Because let's just say my neighborhood were, uh, were to be taken uh well not taken but let's just say a bunch of muslims came into my neighborhood and then all of a sudden this became more so of a muslim centered neighborhood would i be afraid no because i'm not afraid of muslims i'm not islamic phobic uh and i think dalai lama a man who's supposed to be about peace and love of everybody this one especially this dalai lama seems as though has taken on a European mindset of Muslims Uh, that they're evil, they're bad they should be feared this is the same message Donald Trump has been preaching during his presidential candidacy and now as a president so Mr. Dalai Lama who's really immoral here I agree with you 100% Trump is an immoral motherfucker that's not the words that Dali saying I don't think he cursed but I'm saying it right Ernie Lama okay Trump is an immoral motherfucker but when you align when you share mindsets with him I'm not saying you're immoral as well but it's you know it's how can you look at the immorality of somebody and can clearly see the immoral mindset in actions Trump has had has. But ignore the Islamophobic Islamophobia. That's a hard ass word to say, man. <laughs> But seriously, the Islamophobia that you've had when you make statements like that. Now, a part of me agrees with that because not because of some I'm afraid Europe is going to turn into Muslim state and no. No, it's because I want Muslim people to have their own land. In fact, I'm pretty sure they did, but white folks was coming in and fucking with it. With their own Christian values. And oh my god Muslims are so evil. And this that and the third. So Dali. Mr. Dalai Lama. If. You are going to. Chastise. One religious group. Because you have extremists. And by the way. I know a bunch of beautiful Muslim. People of the uh Muslim faith and they are from different chapters, I'm calling them chapters but different chapters of the uh, Muslim faith and they all have said there's only two groups two groups that claim to be Muslim that are extremists there are over I believe there are over hundreds of Muslim Uh, like chapters like different faiths within Islam but two out of the hundreds are extremists as fuck you mean to tell me this is kind of a sidetrack but you mean to tell me people two groups out of one religion are extremists and evil as fuck And I'm not going to name those groups simply because I still find it hard to believe that everybody of those same groups is just as evil as the Muslims who I've interacted with told me those people are. But I take their word for it, but I still, deep down inside, refuse to believe that it's everybody. You know, for a pessimistic person like myself, I seem to be more optimistic about, (laughs) you know, people from different groups, right? Anyways two groups is enough for y'all to say an entire religion is evil but Catholics Baptists other sects of Christianity have done some wild shit the ones assuming shit about Christians so that's that's what the white man wants everyone to do though So Dalai Lama, as much as you can identify the immoral immoral mindset of Donald Trump, you can't see the tricks that Donald Trump's fathers are playing on your mind. Making you believe, and again, I'm not saying this is the Dalai Lama's thoughts, but if they are, I'm speaking on. These situations, as if they are his thoughts. If you're gonna say some wild shit like "Yo, Muslims get the fuck out of Europe," you're gonna turn it into a Muslim state. You're gonna cause terrorism, and then all of a sudden, it's gonna spread all over the world. And that's not what I want. Again, that sounds is that sounds uh, Islamophobic because once again, um, once again, that's a hard word to say. But once again. Um, you're 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 equating Muslim with bad or terrorism. That's exactly what the white man wants you to do. That's exactly what Donald Trump wants you to do. So as much as you can adis- you can verbally say you disagree with Donald Trump, in your mind that is some Trumpism type shit. Now, what he said about women. Let's not act like simply because... And what he said was basically for those who don't don't know what he said about women. He said if there were to be a, a woman Dalai Lama, she would have to be attractive in order for people to listen to her. Because people only want to listen to attractive women. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to... When I say you don't have to agree with it, I mean you don't have to like that what he said is actually true you don't have to like the truth for it to be the truth once again people (laughs) what I say I say all the time folks denying the truth isn't going to make the truth any less true number one number two if the truth is not what you want it to be you have the power to change it to what you want it to be but denying it this goes back to the first point denying it isn't going to change the truth the truth of the matter is people we live in a fickle society not only fickle but sexist In a society that objectifies women on the daily. I'm part of that society. Oftentimes we do not listen to women. We do not pay attention to women I should say. Unless we find them attractive. Physically attractive. I pick on Sarah Sanders all the time. Sarah Huckabee Sanders all the time because I think that she's unattractive that's number one but number two is because I just yeah I think everything she says is stupid but I will admit that a lot of my jokes about her is about her ugly ass face and just her ugly ass in general am I going to take back those comments? no but let's not act like we could be oh my god why would he say such a thing is it a lie though I'm not saying you have to like it is it a lie though no then shut the fuck up let's change it we don't have to like it I'm not saying I like it I'm not saying that even when I have been uh, 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 someone who only paid attention to the more attractive woman right or I was someone who was nicer to the more attractive woman whereas the woman who I didn't deem attractive I was like get the fuck out of my face or was it nice or I was just ignore her I've done some shit like that I'm guilty of it how we change that is we have to own up to it and then we have to change our behavior. So, of course, I do believe that there can be a woman Dalai Lama, just like there could be a woman who is a president of the United States. But people need to get it out their mind that this woman has to be this supermodel, this has to be this IG model, has to be this beautiful Hollywood actress, has to have this specific look. We have to value that woman for who she is on the inside. Now, I'm not saying we sh- we should not put our blinders on and say, if we find her attractive, then we, you know, we shouldn't vocalize that. Or if we don't find her attractive, then, you know, we don't, ha- I'm not saying we have to force ourselves to find her attractive either. All I'm saying is that should not be the basis of her value. That should not be the basis of anybody's value. But what the Dalai Lama was saying brought up some good points. The way our society is, we don't value women unless we find them attractive. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm lying. And just because you, I'm saying we as a society as a whole, I'm not saying you per se. You, per se, could be an individual that values women for, uh, who look, who can look past a woman's looks and you value them based off of whatever criteria you value them on. And that is great if that criteria, criteria is, uh, you know, good at least, but we as a society, we're not there. We are not there just like those folks who try to argue against racism we as a society we're not there we've made strides but we're not there we're not there when it comes to racism sexism definitely not homophobia definitely not transphobia and definitely not uh islamophobia since we got motherfuckers who's supposed to be about peace and love of everybody telling muslims telling people to fear muslims Or seems like he's telling people to fear Muslims but then also telling people to not listen to people who say to fear Muslims yeah I I I mentioned that these religious figures I like listening to these people speak because I typically like to just hear the knowledge and the wisdom that they spew but let it let, let it let me be clear on this I don't listen to no man other than myself no being I should say other than myself or a God about how I should feel about these situations granted do I listen to people and then take what they say into consideration and and but yeah but what I do when I do that is to see what my moral If it aligns with my morals, my mindset. And once again, Big G, God, that's what I call God, Big G. Um, But that's it. Those are the only beings I listen to, myself and Big G. I don't take other people's word as gospel. That's that, and that'll be the end of this episode of Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name, timestamps in the description box below. Until next time, until next episode, stay black. If you're black, stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBT lives matter. Trans lives matter. Muslim lives matter. And I'm out. Peace.